0: I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. All right, listen up, all you business owners out there, especially if you're in the IT space or marketing, I have a tip for you that will radically change the way you look at business, I think, especially when it comes to CRM solutions and the telephone. Here's the thing, many businesses out there are lacking a crucial resource they need to run their company effectively. I've done my research on this and one of the most awesome things out there in this department is something called Bittrex 24's Partner Program. It's a network that provides an all-in-one CRM and software as a service solution, a SaaS solution for big businesses, small businesses and everything in between. The Bittrex 24 Partner Program is essentially a network of industry experts that work together to create the best software solutions for all business needs. As a partner, you'd be able to help each other, all the other businesses out there, get the resources they need to become as successful as possible. Get it? There's no membership fee, and they give all new partners a $1,000 kickstart bonus. They're actually paying you to get started, right? Pretty wild, huh? It's kind of a win win situation here. So you want to join the thousands of partners they have that have already registered at partners.bitrix24.com. Again, that's partners.bitrix, B I T R I X 24.com. It is time to level up your business right now.
1: You have two worlds
0: that you live in. We have this inner world,
1: just because of sales, and and it's really critical when it comes to selling. We have this inner world of success. What happens up here between your ears before you ever go out into the world, and take action, and try to sell anybody, anything? And there are certain distinct things that you need to know how to do pretty well if you want to succeed. If you can't do them, you could be the greatest salesperson in the world with skills, but you're not gonna succeed at a high level. So one of those things, by the way, and I'll do this out of order here, is your standards. Is what's your actual personal standard? What will you not settle for less than? Now, just so you know, most kids at 16, they made $125 in one day. They probably would have said, you know what, I'm gonna go party for a few days, okay, and go wild well, go drink, who knows what I'll do, and then when it runs out, I'll go come on. No, 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 not me. I had high financial standards. I wanted to be rich, I wanted money. I came from a poor family. My parents did not have any money in the family. And they were both very, very smart people, they were both very educated people. Just to give you an idea, my my mom, okay, she's now 80 years old. At 64 years old, she went back to law school and passed the New York State Bar at 68, the oldest woman in New York State, to pass the bar. She's a very smart lady, does all pro bono work for women's charities. Before that, she was a CPA. Certainly, our certified public account in the 50s when women were not in the workplace doing that. Very small lady, my dad was a CPA. They were very smart, they were very educated, they were very hardworking, and they were very broke. They did not have money. Because number one, they worked for other people, but even more importantly, they did not like to sell. They thought influence was evil, so as much talent as they had to do other people's books and to do other books, they would not ever approach anybody. So I actually saw this in my house, like, wow. I said, I, I came to this, this realization. I said, you can be really, really smart. You can be really, really educated. You can be really, really hardworking and be really, really broke at the same time. I got that. I said, there were other things missing. And one was that they hated selling. And the second was that my parents were completely we called risk averse. They would not take any risks in life. They were from that depression era mentality. where they hoarded their money, they didn't invest at all, and that's really called playing defense your whole life. They never played offense, and it's very hard to get ahead, especially in selling, as a salesperson, playing defense your whole life. So my parents never had any money, so I went out to the world realizing that, and I was frustrated, because we didn't have any money, and I saw my parents struggling, so I had these high financial sense, I wanted to go to college, so rather than just taking the money and partying for a day, the next day I went back with four coolers, and I sold them all out and made $500 the next day. That was a lot of money in 1978, 500 in a day in cash. That first summer I made $20,000, my first summer selling ISIS.
0: I then did that every
1: single summer and I then used that money to put myself through school, put myself through college that way. And I graduated college and before I went out into the business world and staked my claim, I actually had one hiccup, so to speak, on the road to entrepreneurial, to sales success. And that was I spent one day in dental school, believe it or not. Any dentists in the room? Who the fuck would want to be a dentist? I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's the worst profession. I hope it's on skip, by the way. But, I mean, you gotta stick your hands in people's mouths. It's gross, right? But here's what happened. From the time I was 18 months old, and I was in a high chair, and my mom was, you know, giving me the bottle and the packet and the apple sauce. From that first moment, as the food was going in, she was saying the only way to become wealthy is you gotta be a doctor. You're a Jewish mother. You gotta be a doctor. The only noble wealth doctor. It's like fucking hypnosis, okay? And it basically is, right? Hungry food, doctor, right? So what my mother was doing, just so you know, she was inserting a belief in me. And that makes up the second element of this inner game of success, the beliefs that we have. There are certain beliefs that we have, each of us, we all have them, that lead us us to massive wealth and success in selling, and life in general. And there are other beliefs that we have, which we call limiting beliefs, the first are empowering beliefs, the second set are limiting beliefs, and they hold us back from achieving, they stop us from getting what we deserve in life. And we all have them. And these limiting beliefs, and this stuff, by the way, just you know, there's a whole section on this in your workbook. And I'm not gonna go through this in that much detail today, because I wanna focus on the actual hard core, the skill sets of selling. This, this stuff is in the workbook, it's powerful, I'll go through it a little bit. There's some exercises on what you to do when you get home, and it's really cool, and we're very empowered. Today I wanna focus on the real this, the selling stuff that's gonna help you make more money immediately in the next, you know, starting tomorrow, right? So, but this belief systems that we have, imagine it's a limiting belief. It's almost like a governor on a Ferrari. You might have this beautiful, you know, half a million dollars, cherry Ferrari. It's got 500 horsepower, beautiful chassis, 12 cylinders in the engine, capable of doing 300 miles an hour. But if there's a governor on the engine stopping the flow of gas, you're not going over 55. I don't care what the car is capable of doing, that one element holds it back and you will not go over 55. That is what the limiting belief does to you. It stops you from charging forward when you should, and it causes you to pull back when you should. An example would be what my parents had in their hearts and in their minds, which was selling is evil. Selling is manipulative. Let me tell you, selling is life. Either you're selling in life or you're failing.